0: Hello and welcome to episode number 178 of the Lions Podcast. My name is Matt Brown, joined each and every week by Steven Anders, where we run down all the big news, all the big happenings, all the big bets in this crazy gambling industry that we've got going on here. And we are in full NFL preview mode. Our friends over at BetMGM have got up the preseason and and full season and everything that's going on within the NFL. And We today are going to be looking at player props and season long player props, that is not a week to week basis. We're going to see if there's anything that maybe we think presents a little bit of value for you to go ahead and hey, lock your money up for five and a half months while you're at it. You know, um, but seriously, it's a uh, sometimes these are some things that can be quite profitable. And if you have the bankroll and that is something that we will always stress here on this podcast, we understand sometimes making these type of bets aren't necessarily best for your type of betting and what you're doing sometimes it's better to have the cash on hand and have that money working for you. And if that's the case, we totally understand. If you want to skip this episode, we hope you come back next week. But uh, we want to talk about some of these season-long props, passing props, rushing props, receiving props with these various players that are out there, Stephen. And listen, um, you've got a nice list here. I've got some that are already in, in the account. I've got a couple more that I've been eyeing for. A while that I think are going to make the account as well. And, uh, you know, listen, like we said, not for everyone here for sure, but I think as we continue to expand legalized betting and people continue to read the great content over at the lines and watch our videos and things like that, they're going to start having more money in their bank account and, uh, you know, locking up some of this stuff might not be that crazy for them in the future.
1: Yeah, and and even if you don't want to bet every one of these, some of this might be helpful too if you play fantasy football like we do, looking at the the yardage or the touchdown lines that the odds makers have made, so you have an idea of, of um, kind of the floor and ceiling of what you can expect for these players this season. Uh, but overall, I've bet 14 props. There's a there's a couple. Yardage props in terms of long shots that I like outside of just typical player over-unders. So we'll get into those. And the last thing I'll just mention too right off the top here, Matt, is that at this point in the preseason, I'm going to talk about some overs, but I'm not betting a full season over until we get closer to week one, just to ensure that that player doesn't get injured here in the preseason and I'm dead on arrival. So the unders I'm going to bet right away, but the overs I'm going to hold off on here for just a little bit longer.
0: And, and honestly, you know, the number isn't going to change all that much. The, you know, maybe you're going to lose a penny or two here or there, like with, with some, some of the vig or something like that. but, I don't think you're really missing out on anything. I do like that strategy if you're betting overs because what you don't want to do is, as you mentioned, be dead on arrival with this. Again, everything we do, um, all the numbers we reference here are brought to you by our friends over at BetMGM. And uh, starting right off the bat here with one of the quarterbacks that you're looking at, Jalen Hurts. We have... uh, Passing total of 3,600 and a half yards over at bet MGM right now. Also passing touchdowns of 20 and a half.
1: Yeah, I just think these numbers are a little soft. I, I don't know if they are baking in the potential of Deshaun Watson being traded to the Eagles at some point here. But uh, just a little context on these numbers. Let's start with the, t- the passing touchdowns at 20 and a half. The team had 22 passing touchdowns last year, and that was with the worst team yards per attempt in the league. And they allowed the most sacks in the league by a margin of 15. So they had had crazy offensive line issues. They had crazy bad quarterback issues with Carson Wentz. And they still got the 22 passing touchdowns as a team overall. And Hertz had six passing touchdowns in four and a half games. So if you extrapolate that out, Even if he misses a game, he should hit that over. So, I mean, we're talking about a number here that Jared Goff hit a year ago. He had 22 passing touchdowns, which was 19th in the league. So I don't think this is a very high bar for Jalen Hurts to clear here, even if you think he's going to get some rushing touchdowns. So, um, and I think that the passing yardage number is just as soft as the passing touchdowns number. This is a team in the Eagles last year with had one of the the worst seasons they've had in some time. The over under is 3,600 passing yards for Jalen Hurts. Last year as a team, the Eagles had 3,728 passing yards, which was 26th in the NFL. So they were awful, but they still had the 10th most pass attempts in the league. So they hit that number as a team, hit the over despite being crazy inefficient. So, What can we expect this year? Even if they have just 500 attempts, 500 passing attempts this year, which would have been bottom five in the league a year ago, Hertz hits this over if he just improves his YPA from 7.17 to 7.27. So it's not asking a lot for him to just increase his efficiency a little bit if they are bottom five in the league in pass attempts. Well, then you might be asking, well, they have a new head coach. How can you rely on that? Well, Nick Sirianni comes from a Colts team that was pretty conservative as well, but they had 552 pass attempts last year. So even if Hertz isn't quite as efficient as he was a year ago, if they just have more pass attempts than they had a year ago, he can still hit this over. So I think there is a a wide path to hitting these overs and the numbers are more baking in what they did last year in a terrible year, as opposed to what might be regressing to the mean in 2021.
0: Yeah, I, I'm totally with you. I understand that. And listen, I don't think we're looking at a situation outside of a you know blockbuster Deshaun Watson trade where Jalen Hurts is going to find himself on the bench. That's another one of the things that I think that we can pass along to the listeners here. Is if you are going to bet some overs, just make sure that you're betting on a guy with these overs that does not have the possibility to find himself riding the pine. And that's one of the things where, when we start to kind of dig into some of these other quarterbacks, you know, if if the if the situation's iffy, if you think that there is a chance that uh, their leash could end up being a little bit shorter than you know some of these other guys, then just take that into your handicapping whenever you're doing that. And again, with Hertz, this seems like a situation, Stephen, if they don't trade for a Deshaun Watson, that they're going to spend this season trying to figure out what they've got in this guy and whether or not they're going to need to look to replace him next year if he can't get it done. And so I, I find it very hard for me to believe that Hertz is going to, due to performance, find himself getting benched throughout the course of the season
1: yeah right now the backup quarterback is joe flacco I mean, they're not going to be rushing to put Flacco in. And even if he gets beat out for the backup job, it's Nick Mullins, who at this point isn't going to be a starting quarterback in this league. So there's no upside with those guys. You're
0: basically would just be putting a Band-Aid on the situation where at least with Hurts, you know, there's some upside. So you might as well see what you have in the kid.
1: Yeah. And we're getting numbers here from the book that I believe are much closer to the floor for this offense than they are the ceiling, which again, creates a, a wider path to hitting these overs. So for me, uh,
0: my first, and this is already, you know, in pocket here in, in the account is the over on passing yards for Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, 3,975 and a half yards over at, um, Bet-MGM. And here's the thing, here's the thinking behind this for me guys is you take a look and yes, I do understand one of the most potent one, two punches there is. In all of the NFL, from a running back standpoint, in Nick Chubb, and, and you look and you take a look at uh, the way that Baker Mayfield last year, this this team, no team, was affected more by weather games than the Cleveland Browns. If you look and you take his raw stats and you go, Matt, what are you talking about? Like he wasn't even close to hitting this this thirty nine hundred and seventy five yards last year. Why in the world are you sitting here saying that he's going to get there this year? If you remember, if you played fantasy, you definitely remember this. But if you didn't, and if you, maybe if you were a sports better, you might have you picked up on this and bet this or something. But there were three different games. Two incredibly horrible wind games and one incredibly horrible uh, rain game that affected the Browns and it was basically I mean one of the games the wind was so bad a guy kicked a field goal and it took a hard left turn because of the wind and blew it out of you know and they there were just no pass attempts in that game they both teams had to resort to nothing but runs and so you erased three games for Baker Mayfield's worth of of production over the course of the season so Even if you just give him that back, he threw for 3,563 yards last year. If you just give him, you know, two of the three games back, he gets really, really close to this number, if not over this number. And Steven, oh, by the way, we play an extra game this year as well. We play 17 games this year as opposed to 16 games this year. The other thing is I think that the Browns are going to be in for a dogfight. I don't think this is going to be one of those situations where we see uh, Baker Mayfield getting rested in weeks you know, 17 and 18 over the course of the season. They're in a pretty tough division that is going to be top-heavy with them in the Ravens, and I think it could be a dogfight all the way down to the very end. And listen, the other thing is if the Browns are as good as I think they're going to be this year— they might actually be in a fight for that number one overall seed where they could get a buy. And so they're certainly not going to be resting Baker Mayfield if they can actually try and, and get that buy over the course of the first round of the playoffs as well. And so, um, by the way, get a guy, I don't know if you heard of him, Stephen, uh, named Odell Beckham back in the lineup as well this year that is certainly can only help uh, the passing production and if a team is better overall, it's better for all aspects of the offense here. And so, for me, I'm on the over 39-75 here for for Baker Mayfield.
1: Yeah, our sister site, lineups.com, has him over 4,000 yards this year projected. So, that's, that's a great sign as well. And, um, you know, with the extra game this year, I think with positions like running back or receiver, we do need to – you know, be a little cautious in just projecting them to play 17 games. But when we're talking more about a quarterback who spends most of his time in the pocket, those players are less likely to get hurt. So Baker having an extra game is definitely, um, you know, important in trying to project this over. And I think it's, it, this is another conservative line for his yardage.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that they're baking in you know, again, they're baking in the run game. And don't get me wrong. Yes, you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and and they are very, very good. But good offenses, good offenses, just because you have this super solid run game, that does not mean that you just have to rely on that. And good offenses are the more balanced offenses. And listen, we know how this league is going. It's a passing league. And they're going to pass more this year. Baker Mayfield got a lot more confident over the course of the year. He's got a really great offensive line. He's going to have time to get it done. And again, like I said, he gets back a fellow named Odell Beckham, and that can only help as well. Um, I know you were looking at some uh, some Ryan Tannehill props as well.
1: Yeah, if you heard the the last podcast that we did, you know how much I am in love with Ryan Tannehill this year, aka Patrick Mahomes Light. So if you haven't heard that, you can go back to episode one seventy seven and hear all the reasons why I've also bet him thirty two to one to win MVP this year. But just overall, the the passing touchdowns number of twenty eight and a half, um, I think it's I think it's. I won't say that it's too conservative. It's a that's a high number for a a team that isn't near the top in passing volume in previous years. But I do think they will pass a little bit more this year with a defense that is lacking. Uh, But for this number, 33 touchdowns last year for Ryan Tannehill in a conservative passing offense. And we're only having a line here of twenty eight and a half. Uh, And that was despite Tannehill dropping from a 7.7 touchdown percentage to a 6.9 touchdown percentage. He still threw 33 touchdowns. So, uh, 480 attempts last year, really conservative. If he gets the 500 attempts this year, with the extra game, he would only need a 5.8 touchdown percentage to hit this over. And he's had again 7.7 and 6.9 each of the last two years, respectively. So. Um, even in his last year in Miami, he had a 6.2% touchdown percentage. So I think over 28 and a half is, leaves a lot of room here, especially when you consider that they might have to throw a little bit more with a, a defense that's not very good and adding Julio Jones, isn't going to make them run the ball any more than they already have. So I think they, that this is a weapon. I think this is a highly efficient quarterback. And I think with an extra game that over 28 and a half, considering what he's done in in a Titans uniform, uh, leaves a lot of room to hit this over.
0: One other one that is not in my account quite yet, but I did want to bring up, um, the Joe Burrow passing yards line is set at 4,200 and a half. Um, one bet I do have in my account and you're going to say, well, if you have that bet, then why don't you have this bet? Well, because they're not necessarily the same, but I do have a Joe Burrow to lead the league in passing this year, bet already in my account, it's a super long shot. Um, but here's the thinking behind all of this is you have a guy that was incredibly efficient as a rookie. He has an extra season under, he has a, you know, entering year two, yes, coming off of an injury, but, um, still has a season under his belt has a ridiculous amount of weapons on that offense to throw to, and is likely to be playing on a team that is going to be trailing. In the majority of their games, if you add all of that up, you're going to have a guy that is going to be putting the ball in the air a ton. If you look at this 4,200 yard line that is currently sitting over at BetMGM right now, Stephen, I'm looking at certain projection systems out there. Um, you know, Pro Football Focus, Football Outsiders, Run the Sims. Like there, there are a bunch of different projection system out there. Not only do the all of those have him over this 4,200 number they have him over this 4,200 number by hundreds and hundreds of yards, like, you know, two, three, four, five hundred 500 yards, depending on the projection system that you're looking at. Now we are taking in and assuming and a decent amount of risk here with Burrow coming off as big of an injury, you know, as he is, but something, again, I, I don't have anything account count quite yet. I do want to hear a little bit more coming out of camp that he is feeling completely comfortable on that knee of his, but just to kind of lay that scenario out, it's going to be a pretty bad defense that's going to allow a lot of points with a quarterback who's already shown he can play in the league, gets an extra weapon with uh, getting his college teammate and Jamar Chase on the team now to go with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Um, I think that Joe Burrow has an outside chance to lead the league in passing, you know, just given the situation that he's in, and then also this 4,200 number, I could see him surpassing this by five, 600 yards when it's all said and done.
1: I have also pondered the Joe Burrow to lead the league in passing yards long shot. Haven't quite pulled the trigger yet, but I am thinking about it. I mean, this is a guy in his rookie season who had some extremely high-volume passing attempt games. I mean, he had... In his second career game, 61 pass attempts against the the Cleveland Browns. He also had games with 44 attempts, 39, 47, 40. So, I mean, they are going to unleash him. And I almost wonder if this line, when it opened up, was based on the uncertainty of whether or not he would play week one, which at this point we know uh, seems to be settled, that he is going to be ready to start the season. So, Um, I I like it. I like the number.
0: So let's take a look look at some of these, uh, a couple of these other quarterbacks that a little bit of question marks around them as well. And I like the fact that you're digging into some of these quarterbacks that do have question marks around them. Two of them being Ben Roethlisberger and Dak Prescott, of course, both coming off of injury. Uh, One, not necessarily the same as the other. One guy, uh, super old. One guy still what would be considered his prime, but uh, one injury, much more gruesome, than the other. Uh, what are you looking at here with Roethlisberger and Dak Prescott?
1: Yeah, Roethlisberger, he's sitting at an over-under of, of 3,900 and a half passing yards at BetMGM. MGM. I've seen it as high as 4,000 as well. I like the under here. I mean, this is a Pittsburgh team that led the league in pass attempts a year ago with 656. And despite that, Roethlisberger still didn't get to this number he was under this number despite leading the league in pass attempts in 15 games last year so his 6.3 yards per attempt the lowest for a full season for his entire career I think his arm is shot the Steelers Mm -hmm. operated their offense like his arm was shot last year with a very low average depth of target it was a quick hitting passing game to get the ball out of his hands and what did the Steelers do this offseason after seeing that They drafted a running back in the first round to try and bring back Le'Veon Bell to this offense by adding Najee Harris. So you have to believe that the pass volume will decrease this year with that new emphasis on a first round running back. Which means now you need Ben's yards per attempt to increase. His efficiency has to go up to hit this over. They didn't improve the offensive line. So I don't know how you bet the over on this unless you think that he's going to play 17 games and he's missed at least one game in five of the past six seasons. So this is a dead under bet for me. And then moving on to Dak Prescott, over 4,775 yards. Uh, This number's all over the place if you look across different books. but So just find the lowest number if you want to bet the over. And listen, this is the highest number we've talked about in terms of passing yards so far. But Dak Prescott was on pace to go well over 5,000 yards in a 16-game season a year ago before he got injured. Dallas, second in the NFL in pass attempts last year, despite not having Dak for most of the season. In 2019, Dak hit this over with 4,900 yards. So he already hit this over in a full season, and we get an extra game this year. The defense is still dreadful. They have the seventh easiest schedule based on win totals, and you know perhaps that he runs a little bit less often than he has in the past. After coming back from a season-ending injury and signing a massive contract, might not be as aggressive in the run game with their quarterback. So that could lead to more pass attempts or dump offs to Zeke Elliott for some free passing yards. So uh, I just think the combination of how efficient this offense has been under this coaching staff. And Dak Prescott already hitting this number in a shorter season. I think the only reason you wouldn't bet this is fear of injury. And I am not one to shy away from overs based on injury because you find me one person who is uh, efficient in predicting injuries, and I'll show you the first person who's ever done it. So
0: yeah, and, and and this this it's baked in, right? I mean, like that's the other thing is a lot of times these injury situations are baked into to the numbers because, as you mentioned, there's a. There's, you know, you look at Dak Prescott and what he was doing and what we, what the weapons that he's got around him and what's going on with uh, that Cowboys defense, as you mentioned, I mean, all the pieces are there, right? Like the recipe is there for kind of this massive, humongous, gigantor season from Dak Prescott. But as you mentioned, and I think that this is something that is we'll just keep repeating something like this. Wait a hot minute on Absolutely. Prescott. There is a little bit of question, and this is, has nothing to do with his leg, but there's a little bit of question with a sore shoulder thing that's going on with him. They took him to see the Texas Rangers doctors to see what was kind of going on with that shoulder of his, and so just make sure that it's nothing big before you go and and put in the bet on that. As far as Roethlisberger goes, yeah, I think he, I thought he was shot. I've I've thought he's shot for like two seasons now, and so after last year, I thought he was completely dead. Not only that. I mean, one thing to throw in here, and yeah, it could be an aberration or it could be a thing, but he also has two receivers that have the high, one of the, some of the highest drop rates in all of the NFL in Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson as well. And so that certainly doesn't help a guy as he's continuing to try and you know get, get this over number throughout the course of the season where guys are just dropping easy passes that could go for 15, 20 yards. And not only that, but that extends drives as well, which gives him more opportunity. And so... Um, I'm with you on Roethlisberger. I've I I think the Steelers team is in for a really really long season. Um, and then you have one more here with uh with Sam Darnold.
1: Yeah, I mean Carolina Panthers last year with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, he threw for 3,733 yards in 15 games. And Betmgm's over under right now, and Sam Darnold sitting at 39.50. And you can find actually even lower than that at some other books. I found a 3750. So you're basically betting on whether or not Sam Darnold can match or just slightly beat what Teddy Bridgewater did a year ago in 15 games. Uh, again, the, the extra game. And for me, this is the betting this over is a belief in both Matt Rule and the offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Carolina. Only 550 pass attempts last year with Bridgewater at the helm. That was bottom 11 in the NFL. So Sam Darnold would need 7.2 yards per attempt to hit this over based on that number of pass attempts. He had 6.9 YPA in his first two seasons in New York, despite having just an incompetent coaching staff. So I'm comfortable projecting closer to the league average in in pass volume for Carolina this year with a quarterback that they went out and get got and had a little bit more confidence in. Uh, especially now that you have Christian McCaffrey back and healthy, they should utilize him more in the run game. One of the best, if not the best, pass-catching running back in the NFL to help Darnold potentially get to this over. And, and per Warren Sharp, the Panthers have the best net rest of any team in the NFL in terms of NFL schedules so they caught a break with the schedule this year as well so uh, I'm comfortable betting Sam Darnold to equal what Teddy Bridgewater did on a per game basis to hit this over
0: so let's move uh to the last one here for you you have a bet on uh, Jameis Winston to have the most interceptions in the league.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to wait and see. This is more of just a fun long shot. Yeah. You can find him at 25 to 1 to lead the league in interceptions and we're talking a guy who who last time he started had 30 interceptions in a season. So I'm going to wait to see if he does win this Saints job. Uh, but hey, why not take a shot at 25 to 1 on a guy who we know just Throws interceptions at a higher rate than anybody in the NFL, so that's that's just a fun one that I'll sprinkle.
0: Yeah, I think you would need a price that big for it to be for it to make sense for me because um, this is one of those quarterback situations I'm talking about to where I don't think Jameis will have the leash to lead the league in interceptions. Like if if he plays that poorly and starts throwing that many picks, then then Sean Payton will just go to his best friend and Taysom Hill. And, and go ahead and just make the quarterback switch. And so that's the only thing about that one. But if you're getting a 25-to-1, it's not like one of these. It's, it's As long as you're getting that super long odds, then I don't have a uh, too big of a problem with it. Just don't invest a ton of cash in something like this because, again, I, he is one of those situations we're talking about in the league to where I don't know if he'd have the opportunity to get to the league lead at interceptions because I think he'd find himself on the bench.
1: I think there is, I, I agree with everything you said. I think there is also a situation where he could throw for like 30 touchdowns and 20 interceptions and still have a shot at this too. So, I mean, he is just, he is his last year with the Bucks. 33 touchdown passes with Bruce Arians and 30 interceptions. So, you know, he could potentially have a good touchdown season with Sean Payton kind of guiding his hand. And still maybe throw enough interceptions to, to clip some of these other rookies that are favorites in in the category. So I, I think there's a chance, but again, you're just it's a sprinkle of twenty five to one, just a fun bet. Yep.